It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven to deep left. Toward the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge lined one right down the line. Swung on and lined to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. All right. Well, we're definitely excited for part two. Um, and during the rest of the baseball in action, there was the Derby and the All-Star game. I know we're in kind of universal agreement that we're much more into the Derby than the All-Star game nowadays. I love the Derby. I watch it every year. Um, the All-Star game, not so much. I think it's kind of reflected nationwide as it would record low viewership again for the all-star game. Um, but Stanton still gave a, gave plenty of reason for Yankee fans, at least to be excited about it. Like you said, he crushed that home run. That was the hardest hit home run in the all-star game in the Statcast era, second farthest 457 feet. And just really cool for Stanton because he's from the LA area. And he was saying after the game, how he used to sit in those, left field seats and try to catch balls and get autographs. So, I mean, personally, if I was a kid, I'd be almost a little frightened to catch Stanton's home runs because they're hit so hard. Um, but, yeah, that was that was a cool moment for Stanton. And like you mentioned at the beginning, a cool moment for pretty much all the Yankees that were involved. And, you know, Trevino also also had a hit. So that, that was awesome for him. Yeah, I, it was really fun, uh, fun all-star weekend. Uh, one day shorter than it's been in the past because we're, we're looking already at a double header today but um i thought it was really fun for for some of the yankees especially nestor it felt special for nestor and trevino and it was cool to stand for stand to kind of just play superman there and um yeah i thought it was went went perfectly you know you want you know judge went over two but judge has had a big home run at an all-star game before so he's had his moment um uh, in in the game but yeah, super, super fun weekend. I, I I get what you mean. I I I did, you know, try to watch when I knew the Yankees were were participating and uh, in the game itself. But um, you know, the Derby I'm kind of locked into, and that's you know, that's an investment where it's not like you're watching a game and you could poke in and out in the fifth inning if it's like four to one. You have to be like locked in all the time at the Derby. And you know, it's a lot to watch two nights in a row like that. So um definitely understand as the Derby's gotten better, maybe the all-star game kind of has has uh taken a little bit of a backseat and i'm sure that's true with the nba too you know dunk contest is so part of our culture and then the the all the nba all-star game isn't exactly uh and i think the mlb all-star game still was the highest rated of all the professional sport all-star games in the last year but still the lowest for the mlb yeah I mean, that that makes sense to me because I don't think there is much general interest in the actual all-star game of any of the four major sports. I mean, the, the Pro Bowl, nobody watches. Yeah. It's just that that's a struggle with schedule and participation because it's around the Super Bowl. And then the NBA all-star game is just a, a joke where there's not a hint of defense played. And it's just back and forth down the court with half-court shots or whatever it may be. Um, and, you know, not enough people watch hockey for the all-star game to be very impactful but I want I wonder what they could do to draw more interest in in the actual game itself I, I think you're definitely right I think the home run derby has more interest so then by the time it's the next night a lot of people are probably like oh well it's the all-star break I'm gonna 
take a break from watching baseball and I'll come back when the games actually count. I know a lot of my my friends when we were watching the Derby say they miss when the All-Star game mattered in terms of home field advantage in, in the World Series, which certainly raises the stakes of the game itself, but I, 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 I don't miss that. Yeah, I personally don't. Um, yeah. I personally don't think that that should be brought back. I think it definitely should be reflected on the actual games between or the records between the two teams that are going to be playing in the World Series. But I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else they could really, really do to draw more interest. I think miking up the players is a great idea. I think they should do more of it. Like you mentioned, the Nestor Trevino stuff where they're talking through what they want to, how they want to pitch to Austin Riley was, was really cool. Um, having judge and Stan mic'd up together in the outfield was really cool. So, but again, like those, I don't know, those moments are like the moments that are going to be clipped and put on Twitter and you're going to see anyway. So yeah, I don't know. It's going it, to, it's going to be tough to kind of bring a much wider range of interest in that game. Yeah. I, I think, you're not going to have moments in the all-star game that are super exciting because you don't really care. I mean, you want the American league to win as a Yankee fan, but I mean, does that affect you at the end? I mean, all they do is win, but does that affect you? No. Um, But, and like you said, like all of the moments you're going to watch, you can kind of watch back on Twitter or, you know, you can just pop in when you know, judge is coming up or Stanton's coming up or they're going to put Trevino behind the plate. Um, and, you know, I, I think you should look at it all encompassing. Like, does the home run derby have more viewership now than it used to? Are more people checking in or more people interacting on social media with it? Probably. I think that there's just other ways to consume the game now. And when it's not something that's really um, kind of like playing out like a live drama where you, you care about the outcome and don't know the outcome, it's easier to just say, I'll just check in on it. You know, it's like a TV show. You can watch it on demand or or, or whatnot. Um, so definitely. But you know about that. I've I saw that MLB attendance is is trending downward here through through the first half. Um, you know that, that that might be a bigger problem for baseball rather than the All Star game game viewership. And I think they're working to make the game more attractive for younger people by trying to put in the pitch clock and you know a little bit more action in the field. But um, definitely a lot of work to do even even after the changes post uh, post lockout. Yeah, well, I think you said it right there. I, I kind of was expecting a little bit of a downtick because you're going to have that group of people that were turned off by the lockout, even though it only impacted one week of the season. There's a lot of fans out there that hear the, and you know, which in my opinion is a little misguided, but you hear the old millionaires versus billionaires fight and how that turns them off and it should be a game and you get you get to play this game and it's not actually millionaires versus billionaires because of how many major league players don't make that kind of money. But I think that just turns a lot of people off and it's probably going to take them a little while to, to come back. It's obviously not on the same scale as the attendance hit that happened after the strike in 94, but I'm sure there is a little bit of a fallout from that. And then at the same time, I think, a lot of people overall are just staying home more than usual. I think the I think the pandemic affected that as well and people are more comfortable just sitting at home and, you know, streaming a movie instead of going to the movies or watching a game on TV instead of going to the game. I know that that will never change for people like us who grew up obsessed with baseball and wanting to be around that atmosphere, so I'm always going to go, but there are definitely more casual fans that 
are going to sit at, you know, relax at home instead of go to a game. And then on top of all that, you also have, have the prices. I don't, I don't drink, but it's what, $15 for a, a beer nowadays at a game. I, I can't even, I can't even imagine doing that. Yeah. I mean, the prices are one thing. And I think, when you're young, like I remember being in college, like being like, I'm going to do this every day when I have a regular job. Like I have, you know, when I'm able to afford to go to multiple games, like when I have a real big boy job. And as you get older, it's not that easy to wake up after going to a game and not getting <laughs> home till super late. It's, you know, it takes a commitment. You have to get out of work at a certain time, get over to the stadium. And if they're not attracting young people, then those people that kind of have that more youthful mindset have a harder time getting the game. And for me personally, it's more out of inconvenience. I've definitely over the last few years gone to fewer games than I'd like to just because I can't get to the stadium in time. It's a nightmare. Yeah. I can't, you know, if I take the train in, I can't get home until after midnight, most likely. And like the traffic's gotten significantly worse coming from New Jersey for, for us, I think. And there, there were times even like 2012, I would get out of work at five o'clock in, you know, the Edison Woodbridge area. And be able to make it in time for first pitch without a problem, like go home, change my clothes and, you know, get to the stadium in under an hour and a half. Like, but that's impossible now. Like for me, it's just that I think the the traffic's getting worse around the stadium that they should work on making the uh, experience of getting the games more convenient for, for fans, like getting to Madison square garden for a seven o'clock game, whether it be the Knicks or the Rangers, when you get out of work at five o'clock and that's not a problem, but. Oh yeah. Love you know, just hopping on a train, getting right to a Knicks game yeah. or for me, a devil's game, even easier, but so, um, yeah, it's no, you're, it's brutal. I mean, going to the stadium on a Friday night in the summer is among one of the most infuriating experiences I've ever, I've ever been through. And that should be what you look forward to, right? Friday night game, no work the next day. Like that should be like the perfect way to end a week, but you're just like, Oh, if I do this, I got to probably get out of work early. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to sit in two hours of traffic at a minimum. And it's, it's wild. Like, you know, if you take the train, it, it's not any better. Yeah. Anyway, these are, these are Jersey problems. I bet if you live in Manhattan or, or Brooklyn or the Bronx, you're, you're like, Oh yeah. People are stupid. Use <laughs> um. All right. Well, I guess one more highlight from the all-star break before we look ahead, but uh, everyone's talking about judge's response to Marley Rivera's question. What did you, what did you think of it? I mean, at, Nothing at work at the fan. A lot of people, some people are like, Oh, he's gone. But I, I, I didn't, personally, I didn't think a thing about it. Yeah. I, I personally just thought he felt put on the spot and didn't really know what to say. So just kind of, was in scramble mode and said the first thing that came to mind and it had no bearing on what he's actually thinking or feeling. And if I obviously have no knowledge of judge's thoughts or how he's feeling heading towards the end of the season, but I would imagine that he's probably not thinking much of it at all at this point. He's probably in his head thinking I'm going to go to free agency and I have no I want to stay with the Yankees, but right now I have no, you know, I'm not leaning a certain way, whether staying or going, because I don't know what the uh, market's going to look like for me yet. So he's probably not even thinking about it much. And that question probably just caught him off guard. And then, of, of course, people were, were going to run with it. But I, I personally don't put much 
weight, if any at all, into into his response. I I thought nothing of it. I thought it was blown up for no good reason. A child asked the question, and he's addressing a child, Jacob. Very biblical yeah. name. Look what you did, Jacob. <laughs> you had everybody uh, in panic. And yeah, well, no, I mean, look, he's addressing a kid who's concerned about his his fandom, right? And I think judges like look, I don't think Judge is saying he's leaving. I don't think he wants to say he's staying. If if he was like, Jacob, I'm going to stay. Don't worry about it. We're going to work it out. That's not true. That's a lie. Yeah. And I mean, not, it, you don't know that if that's going to happen or not. So are you going to tell child this? And, you know, you want to give um, a sub, sub, an answer with substance to a kid because you don't want to just treat him like a reporter with non-speak. And, and I, I thought it it's, you know what? I've watched my favorite player walk from the Yankees like my favorite player from the time I can remember rooting for them until 2001 when Tino left freaking sucks but life goes on and that's like there's Yankees you're gonna still love right like Tino left Jeter was still there for me but Bernie was still there like you know the the team will be there for you to like and I think that's an important lesson to learn that and it sucks but it's a business players will come and go but as long as your team keeps putting good players on the field, you're, you know, you're, you're going to have, you know, do what you like. If, if, if judge leaves, we still got John Carlo, right? Like there's, there's, there's players there to root for. We still got Sevy, and I, I got, you know, I, I have no problem with how he answered that question. I think he was really addressing a child and how to handle that. So the kid's not too upset when, if, if judge leaves. Yeah, no, I, I didn't put much into it either. I, I would push back a little on the, oh, well, there's other Yankees to root for if Judge leaves, only because he's kind of on another level in terms of how good he is and how much he's become the face of the franchise. And if he does leave, I think that would also be a pretty big stain on the Yankees themselves for not being able to to keep him and or even the fact that they've let it get this far without locking him up to to an extension. So there would definitely be a, a lot of frustration on my end, but I, I don't I don't think what Judge said made me worry about that becoming a reality any any more than it, it already is, which is not not much. But I mean, all those things you said are true about Tino. I think. But I, I think uh, <laughs> I think that it would have been much closer to like Jeter leaving than than Tino. But yeah, but uh, I, I mean, yeah, life, life will go on. If you're a fan of the team, you'll you'll find other players. And yeah, it might take a while till you get another judge, but it happens. I mean, what what can you do?